Hello and welcome to episode number seven of season four of Empower Podcast. I am one of your co-hosts, Michael Abney, and today I am with my other co-host. Yes, Marilyn Egan. And blast from the past. Yes, we have a guest with us today who she and her mom Mm -hmm. were our very first speaking guest in season yeah. one. When we didn't know and nothing. They were, <laughs> right. We didn't know anything, but they were phenomenal. They got us off to a great start. Yes. Episode number two of season one. Yeah. Stephanie Gosh. Elsperman in the house. Hello. We are in the yes. house. I'm yes. so for excited sure. to be here. Yes. Thanks for having me again. I guess yes. I didn't do too badly the first time. <laughs> no. <laughs> I actually listened to that again recently when I dubbed it for uh, our YouTube channel. Yeah. Like, turned it into a little video. It was so cute, so sweet, so, it like, was. innocent. We didn't know. Yeah. It was perfect. It, it was, was still... honest. Yeah. I thought yeah. the coolest part about that was it just came through. You know yes. what I mean? Like, that is what left an impact on me is whatever needed to come through. It's exactly your intention that you have for this. It's like, whatever needed to come through actually came through. Yes. And it was so powerful and so innocent is right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's like, it was entitled Growing Up Sensitive. So, like, yeah. you've had this experience with your mom. Your mom's been on our podcast three times, I think, like, helping us out with yes, different aspects of was. different things that we were doing, which is amazing. Got to have her back. Yeah. And, um, but, look, we were talking about, you know, this season, we were, like, plotting out our guests. So we, we wanted to have you come back because I know you're doing other things. Yes. Always uh, evolving. Yes. Love your videos oh. and like hanging out. And <laughs> yes. we actually had somebody on because you do the booty yoga, right? Yes, so I do we still had, teach booty yoga. Yes. Yeah, Tracy. Tracy, Tracy who is your booty teacher. mama. Yeah. <laughs> she did. And she gave a really amazing podcast too about yeah, like the incredible. experience of that and shaking your body and moving it yeah. up yeah. and all that. So Always it was like, shaking up the energy. Yeah. Yeah. Always. So, so yeah. happy to have you back. Well, thanks for having me back again. I said, like, I'm honored. It's awesome to be surrounded by people who are so inspired and who are like doing the work, you know, yes. and taking action. Because that's a whole other thing. Like people, people can talk about doing a podcast. Gotta get it out there. Right? You got to get it out there. You got to yeah. put one foot in front of the other. Right. Exactly. And that's yeah. what you're all about, that's what Stephanie. That's all about. <laughs> <laughs> it's taking action and yes. doing things that have never been done before. So it's been right. a couple of years since you've been on. Like, share it's with us, like, what's been going years. on? Like, you're on doing your thing. Like, doing my thing. So I have actually launched my own coaching okay. business, which Stop. is amazing. Okay, I got it. Yeah. yeah. Tell me more. Yeah. So my coaching program is called the Purpose Driven Life Method, and it's a one-on-one coaching program for 90 days where I work with women who are those high achievers. They're career-driven women in their 20s and 30s who, you know, have always lived their life checking the boxes. You know, they've been good at school. They, they got the job. You know, they're really good at doing whatever it is that they're doing, but then they get to that point and they're like, wait, what am I doing this for? Like, why am I not fulfilled? Why am I always stressed? Like, who am I? What are my passions? They get to this point, they're like, I don't even know who I am anymore, aside from work, aside from stress. And so that's what we really help to uncover is how can you live your life, yes, being that high achiever, but also having the balance of purpose and having Mm. your own passions and living life and making decisions according to what you want rather than what other people want for you or what society wants for you. Yes, that is so 
huge for that age group because everyone has gone through the school where school tells you mm-hmm. this and this and this, and you have to do it this way, have to do it this way. And, and they it get that first for a job. Bit. Right. And then yeah. there is a time. You are so right. Exactly. It, it used to work for a whole career. Right. Yes. Like for real. Until you were like <laughs> 40, 50. But the yeah. thing is, we're noticing that people are hitting that like midlife crisis earlier. <laughs> and right. it doesn't have to be a midlife crisis when no. we do the work. Well, I'll tell you what, I think it hit all of us that early. We just didn't know what to do about it and got stuck there for 20 yeah. years. You're yeah. like, well, this, I guess this is what it is. Like yeah. people tell you, like you just work your life away. I guess this is how it goes. But well, like, we had a myriad of coping um, yes. coping mechanisms <laughs> that helped us all through too. Yes. yes. You know, yes. like just sit down. We were trained to do that. Yes, we, we were. We were conditioned to like sit still and do your thing. Yeah. And yeah. Don't just ask do questions. all this work so you can just get, you know, a little thing and just, you know, retire and die. Right. Yeah. right. But you okay. know. Get the paycheck, then live your life once you retire. Like yeah. what's up with that? I don't get that. It yeah. doesn't work. It doesn't work. It does no. not work. Do this thing so you'll be happy logic. one day. <laughs> You know, this is funny because I remember years ago somebody saying, okay, your generation's a generation of light workers. They have the children who, instead of sitting at school and asking the teacher why, the light workers would say, um, they say, that's what you're supposed to do. And they'd say, oh, okay. Your children won't do that. That never made sense to me. Uh uh. Yeah. I'm not doing that. Show me something else. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's what's happening now. Yeah. It's they're speaking up and they're saying, I don't want to live like this mm-hmm. forever. And I'm not going to lie. It took me a lot to get to that point. You know, yeah. like it took me going through my own rock bottoms to figure out like I really didn't want that. Yes. You know, because I think my whole life and what a lot of us high achieving women do is like we people please our entire lives. So they say, okay. Um, do this in school. You're like, okay, yes, I can do that. And then they say, okay, get this job. You're like, okay, yes, I can do this. And we're all the time like searching for this level of fulfillment that we never achieve. Mm -hmm. And so I think through my people pleasing, I recognize that like when I achieve that, I'm still not happy. So what is it that's next after that? You know? Exactly. And you have been able to say, I don't have to stay there. I don't have to stay there. No, it's not easy. (laughs) Yeah, no, exactly. It's not easy to do the work. And that's that's what a lot of people don't get. A lot of people want to just come and have you fix them or me or Michael fix them. And that's not what it's about. It's about doing the work and going on the journey. And then... It's courage. Yes. Because easy is opposite yeah. that. It's hard. I don't want to think. It's not it's really not right. hard. It's not hard. hard. It's simple. It's, it just takes courage. Courage. And awareness. Yes. yes. And so that people can have a choice. You know, like they don't even realize they have a choice. But now the frustration is happening so much earlier. Right. There's It spins off or, you know, right. which creates a space for you to do what you're doing now, which exactly. is amazing. Yes. So what are people like saying when they're like what are you exper- what's your experience of people transforming and, and working with you? Ah, uh, it it just blasts my heart open. So that's yeah. the first thing. Yay. <laughs> Second thing, I love when people start to notice that there are more possibilities for their life than what they've been given. Yes. And that's the coolest part is when we can break the mold. So they get into this place where they're at this job, they're doing well, but they feel stuck. 
and they don't know that there's another option. They don't know that they're worth more. They don't know that they can have a vision for their life that's greater than the one that they were given in school. You know, they don't know that they can achieve literally anything that they put their mind to. And when we start to break that open and they trust themselves to make decisions that are terrifying, that bring up fear, but if they can make those decisions with courage and with someone supporting them, which is exactly what I do, it, it just blasts open a whole new level of excitement for the future. And that, I think, is the most amazing thing is when people come to me and they're scared of the future. Right. And, and that's so hard because they're, they're scared of being in that cycle of, like, work until I retire and then enjoy life. Like, they're, they don't want that. But they don't know what else to do. They don't know how to get out. And it's really cool to open their eyes to, like, what's next and the possibilities and how easy it can be when you're willing to do the work. So you show them that there are choices. There are choices. Always, always, so always. Many choices. But, but yeah. they don't see it because life up until then had been this, 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 this. A yeah. plus B equals C. Yeah. yeah. A plus B equals C. Yeah, exactly. And they, and they don't see it. But it's also, you know, having the support of someone because walking this path is not always easy, easy. because of the fear that comes up. Right. You know, usually when fear comes up, you have this choice. You can either look at the fear and you can continue walking on your path of growth. Mm-hmm. But what a lot of people do is they see the fear and they're like, oh, my God, I don't want to go there. Close that door. Let's go back to safety. Let's go back to the job that pays the bills that I'm not happy in, but I'm here, yeah. you know? Yeah. And instead... I like to empower people to know, like, keep going on your path of growth. When you see that fear, that means you're on the right path. Don't get wrapped up in it. Just keep going. Keep having the courage. And you'll prove to yourself that you can truly do anything. Fear is awesome. Fear is awesome. Fear is incredible. (laughs) Who who on this planet does not know what the hell fear is when it happens, right? Right. So you know it. So it's just know it. And then... Okay. Yeah. Coach Stephanie. <laughs> yeah. Honestly. So like, somebody knows it. Like so it's it's yeah. a, it's a pointer like to, you know, not go in a hole or hide or avoid because that's pointless. And it it's results an easy thing in to do. it's it it causes destruction. Yeah. Pure and simple until you get it. So just don't even go there. So just notice the fear. Yeah. And then plug in. Help me out. Yeah. Like what would they so, do? They would like plug in. So what I say is, like, fear is always your marker that you're leaving your comfort zone. So, like, you have this comfort zone, and I know you guys can't see me, but I'm making this little circle with my hands. And you're inside the comfort zone. The minute you start to push that boundary of the comfort zone, fear comes in. It's like, are are you sure you want to do that? Are you sure? But then once you actually take the action, which is the piece that I would tell you to do, is to take the action, it's scary, but you realize you can do it. So it starts to break the hold that fear has on you. And you just have to keep taking the aligned action one after the other. doesn't matter if fear comes up. You keep stepping forward in the path that you know is aligned with your vision. And so that's what I help people create is their vision. What is it that they actually want? And then we just take the action to get there. Perfect. Which is crucial. Yeah. The world is definitely missing the vision part. And and I seem to think that there's a difference of – out and out fear that that's not good for me versus the fear or discomfort of just being outside yes. the box. Yeah, right? and there's a difference. Actually. There is a difference. There's Let's a difference. Talk about that because that's so yeah, Explain yeah, Because yeah. Marilyn and I talk sometimes too about like because energy is a weird thing, right? Mm-hmm. So we're in it, and you know, 
people deem you as spiritual and that means X yeah. and it's, it doesn't mean that at all. Like right. we have lives too. Yes. And cr- crazy stuff happens in them all the time. Yeah. Probably even more <laughs> because yeah. the universe knows we can handle it. But like that whole fear thing, like there's the fear of going out of the box and the uncomfortable, but there's also that maybe it's not even fear. We perceive it as fear. Remember when we mm-hmm. talked, Marilyn, like, yes. you know, sometimes I can't force something or if we're right. clearing right. Where it's something. Like you're redirect saying like, no, that's not it. Yeah, like if I operate through that, I'm completely useless. Yeah. But if I, like, listen and go, okay, is this – what is this? Like, hone in on it. Is this – am I supposed to chill right now or am I not supposed to go do that thing? (laughs) Because we're processing, you know, like being in that right space moment versus that collapsing all of that into one ball called fear that – because sometimes you're not supposed to push. Sometimes you're not. Right. And that's always a personal decision. What I teach my clients to discern between is, you know, okay, so there's one form of fear. I call it contraction. So when you think about a situation, do you feel contracted or do you feel expanded? And contracted is like, uh, that's a drag. That doesn't seem like that much fun. It just feels kind of heavy. Yes. But then the fear that we want to be in is like that expanded, excited yeah. state. So I always say that any decision you make, anytime you're growing, it's going to be, I know I can't swear, but and I'm not <laughs> going to, but it's going to be scary as F yes. and exciting as heck. Yes, yes exactly. <laughs> and Yeah, and, and so that's the fear that you want to be in. Yeah, fear basically. and excitement live fear next door excitement. to each other. Exactly. You know? They're kind of the same frequency. Yes. They are, they're and they're right the same thing. sensation in the body, yeah. actually. So also what I say is, you know, when you're walking that path and you've decided, okay, this decision is scary as F but exciting as heck, then we go in that direction. You ask yourself, how can I get excited about this? Like, yes. What is it that I'm moving towards? How can I get excited? And you start to train your body to switch from that fear mode of being like, oh, my palms are sweaty because I'm scared. My heart's pounding because I'm scared. And you can start to reframe it as like, no, my palms are sweaty because I'm excited to do X, Y, and Z. I'm excited for what this can lead to. And yeah, yeah, so that's how you keep going despite the fear. Yes. Well, we just created a really important distinction for people. Like it's one to be. (laughs) Yeah. This is powerful. That's huge. I love it. That's huge. And I also tell people, because of situations I've been through, that, okay, when I know something's right, it doesn't necessarily fit human logic. Mm-hmm. It fits divine logic, but not everybody around you is going to understand that. <laughs> yeah. That's courage. Does that, that's that's courage. courage. Yeah, And that's where I say I think there's two parts to that. First of all, I tell people to play the you'll see card. Okay. <laughs> so so where people aren't always going to understand it. First right. of all, you're not going to understand it. And right. usually as high achievers, like, we want to have an Excel spreadsheet of how we're going to get from point A to point B. When we have this vision, that's point B. We want to know how we're going to get from where we are now to where we are, where we want to be. And what I say is you can plan everything out, but it's all going to change. <laughs> so the Excel spreadsheet exactly. is totally pointless. And that's coming from someone. I love <laughs> spreadsheets. If I could plan my life on a spreadsheet, oh, my gosh, I would love it. But it's not yeah. reality, right? And so yeah. – and and that's the thing is, like, you have to be open to, like, your path changing. And we can't have it all planned. We can't hold tight to it. And that's where, like, logic – isn't always going to make sense. And it's not going to make sense to people who are around you. And that's what a lot of people deal with is like those relationships. Sometimes you need space from them because the people don't understand 
Yeah. Or it could be holding you back and you don't know about it. And you don't know about it. And so one, like, easy way to do it is, like, the you'll see card, as I was Mm -hmm. saying, where I tell people, like, when I'm working on something or when I'm, like, making a big decision in my life, I really don't tell that many people. Good. Because I don't like to open to... The poo-poo door. Yeah, the judgment. (laughs) And it's not out of fear. It's just like, no, I want to keep this sacred for now. it's the crabs. Yeah. It's like they want to keep you down (laughs) and they're like Like, level. Like, we don't need that right now. It's subconscious. They don't know they're doing that. Exactly. It's a survival mechanism. Exactly. So then when people ask you what you're doing, you can always just be like, you'll see. You'll see. Or you can say that (laughs) mentally to yourself. Oh, you'll see. Oh, you'll see. (laughs) And then they'll see. But you don't have to be hooked by it either. No, Like, you don't have to be hooked by it. You can really just see it that that's their, you know, innately good. And they're just, on some level, they're probably trying to protect you. It's like, oh, you don't want to do that because you're going to get hurt. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Don't want my baby to get hurt. You want to be safe, right? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, that's the whole point of my existence. Yeah. Yes. We'll all walk around in bubble wrap. I I think that's perfect. That's a good idea. We should all do that. (laughs) Wow, what a world. <laughs> what a world. Isn't that funny? Yeah. But you know, I, I did used to tell people when they had a new idea, I said, treat it like your newborn baby. Exactly. You don't just go throwing your newborn baby in everybody's <laughs> arms. You wait till it's somebody who you know is going to support your baby and, and love your baby. Yeah. And that's who you can share your yeah. ideas with. Because there's this crucial period in the beginning where yes. when a new idea comes in, you are more susceptible to fear and judgment mm-hmm. and being like put down by that because you're so open to it. And what like the you'll see card is for that period where you're building confidence in yourself. And now I hardly have to play the you'll see card as much. I still do. But it's because I'm so confident in my decision-making skills and that I can make decisions according to my intuition and logic together. Yes. And so that's the thing is like there's there's this period, but then you start to build the confidence. You don't have to use it as much. Yes. Yeah. Wonderful. I love that. (laughs) And and I love that you are there for your age group, the 20s, the 30s. Because they had people who were their mom's age before, and now here you are in their peer group being able to support them in this growth. And I think that's a really important, powerful thing that um, is happening now. I appreciate that. I mean, honestly, I wouldn't be where I am without mentors like you guys. And I'm so grateful that I was exposed at a young age you know, to people supporting my path when I was going through hard times. You know, right. I didn't have people telling me, no, you have to do this, this, and this. They were like, no, there's a, there's another possibility for you. You can do what you want and we'll empower, empower you in that decision. You yes. had it in you. Yeah. You had it in I you. I think I've always been a trailblazer. <laughs> yes. <laughs> On some yeah. level, you know, I think courage is one of my guiding words and it always has been. Mm-hmm. No matter what I do. We're all stepping on the shoulders of people that came before us and opened it up. You know, yeah, like, right. so it's just like, I'm, I'm aware of that. You know, I was born when I was born to do what I do. And yeah. I know, Marilyn, you feel the same way. Yeah. And I'm happy with that. But I know I also gave birth to space for you guys. Yeah. Right. Exactly. exactly. You guys gave space for us. And as you guys can see, like, people are waking up earlier and earlier. Yes. And that's that's exactly what I want for people. Like, I want to be the living embodiment of this, which forces me to do the work, mm-hmm. so that people can see it in me and know that it's possible. You know, I want to be the living embodiment of living a purpose-driven life, a life that is full of courage and excitement and fun, but you're still pushing the edges of comfort all the time. What's your purpose now? What's my purpose? That's a really great question. You know, because it changes. It, it changes. You know, I would say I have a mission and I have a purpose. So I'll say my mission is to 
help these high-achieving women in their 20s and 30s find unlimited possibilities for them, find their purpose, and walk that space of being excited as heck for the future. Yeah. And also, like, have a plan. Um, In terms of my purpose, my purpose is trust and constant expansion, I would say. And, you know, one thing I've called in for 2020 is having tough conversations. Yeah, because I really believe that the <laughs> the biggest way that we can grow is yeah. determined by how many tough conversations we're willing to have. Okay, what what area? No, <laughs> what don't areas? go into it, but like, because this is so important to me. Mm-hmm. You know, somebody in I'm in my fifties. Yes, and so you know, obviously born in the sixties. That's where I'm at. So I love that. Yeah, I love that I did whatever I did to get here to be looking at the world in its current state mm-hmm. of transformation. Um, but like, I'm so fascinated by like what your peer group, yeah, how it views the current state of the, you know, current, I hate to say it, it's, it's a perception, mm-hmm. you know, and it looks like it's kind of falling all apart, right? The world. You're right. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Let's be clear. The whole Trying world. Trying to have this tough conversation. The world's falling to shit. The world's falling to shit. You know, But yes. like, what do you guys feel about it? Because- I think there's a lot of frustration. I also believe that there is a lot of change happening still. So we're at mm. this point, and you guys can see this, where we're not allowed to be quiet anymore. And it's it's breaking through in all different areas. You can look at it like in the worldview, and you can look at that in your personal life. And so just as much as we're not allowed to, you know, really not speak up about issues that are important in the worldview, we're also getting to this point where it's becoming unbearable to not speak up about issues in our personal lives too. Yeah. So it's it's on a macro level and a micro level. Exactly. And so I know that with my clients, especially the people who get the most out of the work are the people who are willing to walk into those tough conversations, even if their voice shakes, even if they break down emotionally and say what needs to be said rather than holding back out of fear of judgment or fear of not being perfect for that person, fear of letting someone down, and just have the tough conversation, and that is when we grow the most. Yeah, and what those you, so that that answers your question on two different levels. I yes. hope, yes. but yeah, clear. And I still want to talk about the different. But you had a yes. question. Yeah, but have you found that that can be done in a very loving, compassionate oh, way? Oh, completely, and that's, that's the only what, way to do it. I totally agree, yeah. but that's the difference not from the what not we have seen in our generation. Exactly. Constant conflict, and, right. and I love the fact that your generation, our generation now is learning that too. It's so that easy it can to have be, the conversations then when yes. it's not defensive. Right. And when you're just and It's speaking. love-based and compassion yeah. and, you know. But it needs a context. Mm-hmm. It has right. to have a context for that to occur. Right. So that's kind of like we're, I mean, this This is a well, right now conversation. This is, is a right now conversation. So all it takes is one of you. It takes two people to mm-hmm. argue and be in the anger piece, right? Mm-hmm. And if one of you approaches it with love and compassion, that vibration is higher yeah. than the yeah. anger. So, Th- Have you found that to be true, exactly. Stephanie? Exactly. So I'll use an example 
I can use an example in one of my clients' lives who they walked into a conversation with their boss. It was going to be a really, <laughs> really tough conversation. Very tough, like make or break conversation. And she had been biting her tongue the entire time she had worked there, been putting up with a lot of different toxic habits. Yeah. And she came in there and, and I told her, so I was like, you know what? It doesn't matter the outcome of this conversation. All that matters is that you go in there and that you know how to express yourself authentically and you do it with courage. And that's it. And yes. and I think the way to get through it is to just voice your side of it. Say, hey, like, this is, like, how I'm feeling. Correct me if I'm wrong. I'm totally open to seeing your side of this discussion. But, like, this is how I'm feeling. This is what's up. I'm curious about this, et cetera, rather than being like, you did this to me. Why did you do this? I want this, blah, blah, blah. You yes. know what I mean? Ex- I totally get yeah. that. Yeah. But a lot of our society doesn't. <laughs> you know, my favorite thing to do in those tough discussions, A, bring light to it. Right. Like, laugh, maybe. Maybe yeah. maybe bring a joke in there. <laughs> yeah. And second thing, there admit where you're wrong. Where it's like it gets so ridiculous. Yeah, where you can just laugh. That, yeah. you know, you see people lying. You know they're lying. Uh, yes. They know, we know they're lying. <laughs> you can see the story that's playing. <laughs> and yet, I can't make that person stop doing that. Oh, no. No. Not at all. Calling that out is, you know, it doesn't, doesn't do anything serve. because no. it already is out there. Yeah, it already yes. knows that that's happening. Yet, we all have to coexist. Exactly. In right. this space of. You know, the sky is green and the grass is blue moment. I like, I also really like um, taking responsibility for your own side. I think that's one of the most powerful things to do. Yes. And admitting where you're wrong. Because Uh when you admit when you're wrong, people are kind of dumbfounded. They're like, what? What just happened? Mm -hmm. Like, I had a conversation the other day with my boyfriend, who's amazing and very open minded, not defensive. He is amazing. He is great. (laughs) (laughs) He is amazing. And we were having like a tough conversation, at least that I thought was going to be tough. And he said, okay, well, you didn't, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, you know what? You're right. I didn't. He was like, and we both started laughing. He was like, (laughs) okay, I just wanted to put that out there. I was like, you're right. And people are silent. They uh-huh. don't know what to do. They don't know what to do. Yeah. <laughs> and it's great because it feels good on your end because you don't feel defensive. Like, I love admitting where I'm wrong. And it was honest. Wrong. Yeah. I, I mean, love admitting where yeah. I'm wrong. Tell me where I'm wrong all the time. I just want to grow. Yeah. That's all. So. Yay. <laughs> Isn't that fun? It is fun. Yes. Tough conversations equal growth. Yes, they do. They do. But I love that you are there to teach that. And they, yeah. get, they don't have to be dramatic. Oh, no, no. not at all. No, like, it I serves recently, to not be dramatic. A week ago, I had a tough conversation. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. But it wasn't tough. Yeah, it, it's not tough. You it know? wasn't. It was because I, I got so clear. I didn't Because doing, doing something wrong or doesn't mean we're wrong. Yeah. Because we don't, we weren't intentionally thinking that at the get go. It exactly. was just that outcome, kind of like a misfire or something. Yeah. So it wasn't like an intentional, but yet the thing happened, right? And we're dealing with the physical aspects of right. that that event. So it's like when you have it, 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 it I got clear that it was my intention was pure. Mm-hmm. You know, I wanted to elevate the space that we were in. To, to have something different, not mm-hmm. to have that thing by not talking about it or right. not having the tough conversation, keep repeating yeah. because that's not sustainable. 
It's not. It has a probable outcome called we ain't talking no more. <laughs> and that's the thing is, like, if you really want to up-level your life, like, are you going to continue those habits? Are you going to continue allowing certain situations to come up and come up and come right. up? Or are you going to, like, deal with it the first time it, it comes up? Have the tough conversation, even if you're if brings up courage, let's say, and then move forward and grow. That's how we consistently right. expand and consistently up-level because we're not yes. here to mess around. That's one thing. Like for my right. generation, we are not here to mess around, not here to yes. waste time. Kicking ass and taking names. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And taking names, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. All the time. We have to. That's the truth, yeah. I love it. Yeah. So here's what I'm hearing. <laughs> okay. What's what up? I'm hearing is that you are really teaching people how to communicate, number one, with their guides, their higher self, mm-hmm. um, number two, with each other, and then to the whole big picture, the whole globe. And if they learn how to communicate inside, yeah. one-on-one, and then to the larger picture, they can do anything they want. They can do anything they want. And I think the, the, the initial step in being able to communicate in that way is having a vision for what you want, knowing it, and knowing who you are yes. in your higher self. And that's the work yes. that we do initially is we determine who is it, like who am I at my higher self. Right. We literally name off like those characteristics. Create a whole yay, whole and it's so important to take that time and that space to create it because that's a foundation for everything. It's a foundation, and people don't realize that, like who you are is changeable. You know, like you can decide to be any version of yourself that you want. You're not stuck based on a label or an identity that other people have given you. Right, or who we used to be. We're not the same person we were yesterday. We aren't the same person we were 10 minutes ago. One minute ago, right. You can always change. Always. Always. And I love supporting people in that change because usually people don't have that many people supporting them, you know? Right. So. Right. And change is everything. Change is everything. Everything. We're always changing. (laughs) Every minute. Yeah. If we're not changing, what are we doing? Right. (laughs) <laughs> yeah. 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 That's yeah. true. It Checked is out, true. Gone. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you can't do anything then. Right. The life is taken out Otherwise, of you. I've it's had always doing like it. Whether that. we want to acknowledge it or not, it's still always happening. It's That's always the, happening. And it's happening for me at a faster yes. rate than ever before. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I would agree with that 110%. Right. So, somebody not ever having this conversation in their life, you know, I know that's it's a scary time. Yeah. And I don't know what people are going through. It's like we have a tendency, or I'll speak for myself. So I always have a tendency to imagine that people are, are I speak to them like they know everything that I know. And I they, know. They, they, Isn't I, that funny? I can't help it. <laughs> yes. But it takes about three seconds to realize when you're in conversation with somebody, it's like, oops, they don't <laughs> they know. Don't or know. you're talking to somebody about getting unstuck. Yeah. And then something that I they'll say that I know is a block and a barrier that comes up, and it, but I know that they're not ready to. Yeah. Open that door yet? You know? Right. Totally. I can still be compassionate and like yes. hold a space, and something seeps in. It just takes a crack for that yeah. light to get in. It. People just want to be heard, you know. When yes. when you can hold space for them to share their story, which is what you guys do with this podcast, super cool. Yeah. You know, it's like people just want to be heard, heard. and want to be valued, maybe for the first time in their life. Yeah. And I think it's the coolest thing. Like when you're in conversation with someone, you just let them have the floor. 
yeah. and ask questions about them, oh my gosh, it's so great it to does. see them light up, right? Yeah, Super and to cool. see their own value. Yeah, and you know, people end up usually, usually when they're there to do the work, people end up like talking themselves out of their own shit. You know, <laughs> <laughs> like, like if yeah. you give them the space, you really don't have to, again, like what you guys were yeah. saying, like doing the fixing, like I love empowering people to see their own truth in Me themselves too. and like when they know what they have to do, make it so evident that they can't do anything yes. else. <laughs> yes. Planting yeah. that seed and then you watch them grow it. Exactly. Exactly. Results yeah. over reliance. Yeah. That's my guiding, yeah. guiding phrase. It, connecting all, it connects us all together and creates our tribes. It does. Yeah. So. And that's important, too. I oh think it's really important to have our community, our tribe, our collaboration. So important. But yet still feel like you're empowered to be who you really are at the same time. It's, yeah. It's an I think incredible that's, blend. That's a tough thing to find, especially in your 20s and 30s, is like your, your tribe. Right. Or, like, your people who really connect with you, especially when you're open to doing the work. Because yeah. there are many different types of people in their 20s and 30s. Yeah. <laughs> many different types. And everyone's on their own path. But, you know, sometimes when you're when you're doing things for yourself and you're putting yourself first and you're making tough decisions and you're expanding and growing, you know, sometimes relationships fall away. And sometimes you need to find those people who are going to support you because that connection is crucial to growth. And I know that if I wouldn't have been supported by such amazing people throughout my entire life, I would not be half the person who I am today or doing the work that I'm doing or empowered. Me too. Yeah, yeah. me too. Yeah. We all had our little mm-hmm. – it occurred for us differently than it occurs for right. you, obviously. <laughs> but like, it's the same process. It yeah. Is. It, it is just keeps process. getting bigger. Yeah. And I keep knowing more people in our community because we have such an amazing community here. Yes. Like, yes. People that are connected and – love the city and like community and all of that. It's that part to me is incredible. Yeah. And that yeah. we get the privilege to like work and be with these guys. Yeah. And we can still have a tribe, even though we all have different stories. Mm-hmm. It doesn't mean you can't be in the same tribe. Yeah. So I think people need to know that yeah. there's lots of different people that can be in your tribe. Oh, totally. From all different walks of life. Yeah. You don't have to be doing the exact same thing. Right. I find that, you know, the people who I love the most in my life and who I have the strongest connections with is, like, it doesn't matter what path we're walking. As long as we're in mutual support of each other's paths and each other's highest versions of themselves, that's that's the deepest connection to me. Beautiful. Yeah. Perfect. What's next for you? What's next for me? Um, maybe some travel <laughs> coming up in my life. Really? <laughs> I, I don't know if I should be saying that on here. Um <laughs> It's not for you'll see. Okay, you'll see. <laughs> What's it called? The you'll see, the you'll you'll see, see card. <laughs> you'll see card. Aside from that, yeah, I've just opened up my second round of the Purpose Driven Life Method. So I am actively signing on clients. I'm in a launch period right now. Actually, how do they so find you? Super fun. Um, everything I do is through social media. Um, I also teach yoga at Yoga Six here in St. Louis. So I Which do one? Um, the one down by the Science Center. That's by my house. <gasps> so you need to come. But yeah, I love I love human connections. That's why I will right. never stop teaching yoga. <laughs> I love the human to human connection. That's where a lot of people will find me. But it's mostly all through social media. Um, yeah, Instagram and Facebook. So I'll get I, your schedule figured out. Yeah, you need to come. I will. Can I, will. I plug my Instagram? Absolutely. You can plug it <laughs> I'll tie it all into the links and stuff. Yeah, oh, you know, perfect. In the it's just yes. Stephanie Elsmer in my full name. 
Spell it out something. S T E F A N I E. That's with an F. E L S P E R M A N. There yeah. we go. Also, if you guys are on TikTok, you guys have you guys what heard of the, the TikTok, TikTok wave? I have heard about it, and I just don't, you know. Guys, I went. I'm viral. lucky enough to do Instagram and Facebook. <laughs> Are you going to help me with Tell this? Me more. I will. I will help you with okay. TikTok. The Tell thing is, you. the thing is, TikTok, TikTok right now is blowing up. Not going to lie. I've always had this <laughs> mentality of like, what's after Instagram? Like, what's after YouTube? Part of me thinks it's TikTok, and like, we can either have the resistance to it and be like, ah, I don't so want to do that. Share, share with it what it is. Just oh, what, what is it? it? Is. Okay, yeah. it, it's basically like a social media platform that is little clips of videos. So it's like 15 to 60 second videos, super, super fast. Um, there's a lot of middle schoolers dancing on them. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, it, it started with like really, really young kids, and now it's kind of expanded. There's, there's so much else. But um, the app helps you make really cute little poppy little things, right? <laughs> yes. No, it, it helps you. You can like um, edit videos. I'm probably not explaining it that well because, honestly, I'm such a novice at TikTok. But I use it for inspiration. Um, yeah. I just think it's, it's I'll, fun. I'll check it out this weekend. I you check it out. I Find will. me on TikTok. I can't believe I'm <laughs> and saying then I that. I just ask for help, right? Yes. Oh, I got you. <laughs> I will get you on TikTok. I don't know if TikTok, I don't know if you need TikTok. Though. I don't know, but we'll see. We'll see. You know, constant we'll evolution and expansion. We'll see what happens. We've got to explore and look and see. That's it's right. It's all learning. Yeah, it is. It's all learning. We can either it resist it. It might be a little or... uncomfortable. <gasps> it's what? so uncomfortable. Putting yourself out there in video. Well, right. Right. We're going to do that in just after we get done with this podcast. This gonna, a promo for yes, our we are. Month, so. You didn't know that either. <laughs> what? Am I going to be in it? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. my God. Right after we close up. Good thing I put makeup on today. So, Stephanie, I just want to say thank you, thank you, thank you so much for being here and having this conversation. It's been fun and enlightening, and I'm so grateful for the work you're doing. It's important. I feel better in the world knowing you're in it. (laughs) Yes. Oh my gosh, that makes my heart so happy. No, thank you guys so much for having me. Thank you for hearing me. Thank you for allowing me to be heard. And thank you for guiding me. I honestly, as I said, I would not be where I am today if I didn't have you guys as mentors. So, yeah. <laughs> all, all the love. There's so yeah. much love in here. <laughs> yeah. Okay. What's awesome. what it's all about. Yes. Always. Thank you. Well, I hope you guys enjoyed today's um, show and conversation about being empowered and getting out of your comfort zone and being a little bit uncomfortable and it's okay. You're not going to die. You're just going right. to grow. That's right. And we're just going to see you on the next one. Yay! Yay. We'll see you guys later. Have a great day. Bye-bye. Bye.